Hello everyone and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasmal Plumes, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Alright, so before I get started in here today, I really want to just take a minute to thank y'all for being patient with me this past week, because as you can tell in my voice, I still have a little bit of the ick with me. You might hear me clear my voice a couple of times, and I apologize for that in advance. Um, it's not bad. I genuinely... My throat doesn't hurt anymore, that's why I'm completely fine with doing podcast. It's just a little bit of phlegm here and there. Uh, but, you know, Monday, Wednesday, being able to take care of the fox wife, I can't thank y'all enough for the patience on that regard. Yesterday, I'm not gonna lie, because it's Saturday the day I'm recording this. Yesterday, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little more annoyed <laughs> that I had to take that one off, because that one was completely out of my control. And it shouldn't have involved me in the first place, but (laughs) some shenanigans came up, and they were big shenanigans, and out of the respect for both the parties that were involved, I don't want to go into it, but it did, it really did annoy me, and at one point, even the fox wife looked over at me, and she's like, why are these people looking for you for a solution here? You know, there's not really anything you can do, they're just looking for, you know, somebody to talk to. And it's like, genuinely speaking... Just, you know, because today's conversation, or today's podcast, rather, is going to be a conversation with me. Because there's so many things that have uh, came up across the past couple of months that I wanted to talk with you all about. Things that I've learned that, honestly, I don't think really warrant a full podcast of sorts. But they were still important bits of information that... Honestly, I just want to talk with y'all about and open the conversation because, again, I'm probably going to call this a conversation with plumes. And in that, I hope that you guys, if you want to, will send emails back and be like, actually, this is what I think about this. And then, you know, next week when I have a full on topic, because I've been wanting to just have a, you know, legit chill session with y'all and talk to y'all about a couple of things, but, you know, during the next podcast, next week's podcast, I hope you guys will, you know, send an email to plumescast at gmail.com, email again, it's plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and just, you know, continue the conversation, and then when it comes to next week, I can follow up, and then, hey, you know, you want to start a dialogue? Let's start a dialogue. (laughs) But, all that to say... You know, I I was really kind of annoyed that I got dragged into something that really I had no involvement in, but I kept getting re-involved in. And, you know, the fox wife looked over at me and she's like, why are you letting these people, you know, talk to you like this? Like, you know, they have to figure this out amongst themselves. They're just looking for, you know, oh, you're the right one or you're the right one or so on and so forth. And genuinely... I welcome all conversation, you know, whether it's positive, negative, I don't really care. I care, but I don't care, if that makes sense. Like, you're not going to hurt me if you come at me aggressively and be like, Listen here, Plumes, I listen to Plumes cast and you're a big stinky neener, neener, neener. You know? <laughs> Actually, that would make me laugh. <laughs> um, But no, like... In the way that I've always wanted, you know, to facilitate these conversations, because I deal with people, you know, on so many different spectrums, as far as emotional range goes, I always try to put things on a level field, 
And if you can't, you know, meet me that level field, and when I say level, I mean not, you know, you can come at me aggressively. You can come at me with tears in your eyes. That's fine. I just want to, you know, navigate the conversation from me, 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 me to the actual problem at hand. Because, genuinely speaking, yes, I can reassure you. Yes, I can help build you up. And I'm happy to do that. However, after a certain amount of time, you know, I have to look at you and be like, listen, you know, we're just spinning our wheels on this. I want you to understand that, you know, this is the problem that you're facing. Here are some solutions I can offer you. Now I want you to go and figure this out for yourself kind of thing. Not in the, all right, get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) But genuinely speaking, and this is just kind of a forewarning for anybody that wants to reach out and talk with me. Like, again, I am entirely welcoming of it. I love having conversations with y'all. And again, you know, this whole podcast episode is a conversation with plumes, you know. So feel free to come at me however you want to come at me. But understand that if we start a dialogue and you start spinning your wheels and you're really just impacting yourself, being incredibly self-critical, there's going to be a point where I have to, both as a friend and as a not-therapist-slash-therapist, like, look at you and be like, look, you know, here's a bit of tough love. I want you to be the best that you can be, but right now you are beating yourself up way too much, and... In that, you know, you got to pull yourself out of that hole initially before you can start actually addressing the problem at hand. That said, you know, part of the reason that all this is coming about, you know, both from the drama from yesterday and what the Fox wife and I had talked about, you know, she actually gave me the idea of doing a chill conversation podcast where there's no real set topic, you know, I just come up to the mic, and I record myself for 30-some-odd minutes, and then, you know, release it to the world on Sunday and pray to God that, you know, on Monday I don't see a train sniper. (laughs) Actually, I wouldn't see him anyway, but you you know what I mean. (laughs) But this also all comes from, you know, this really, really sweet fan letter that I received. And... I just want to give, you know, a shout out to this person. I hope it's okay if I say this, but, because I don't want to tell him your name, but I think you know who you are. I'm going to read your message, Um, but I want you to know something to this special individual. Uh, I have that printed. I have your email printed off. I'm looking for a frame for it because you helped remind me why I'm doing all this. You know, when I started podcast a long time ago, like a year and a half now, almost at this point, maybe a year and a quarter, um, you know, I started it in part to disperse wisdom upon the public because really I feel as though if you go onto any, you know, self-help site, it talks down to you to a certain degree or it's way too fluffy, you know, where it's just like, It doesn't give you enough information to go off of. It's not, you know, realistic. They're trying to hit word counts. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. Or they're trying to sell you a program, you know, that's like, oh, yeah, no. And if you want to, you know, get more help, here's my five-week program. Like, genuinely speaking, 
I don't think I ever would want like if I got the opportunity. Okay, if Phantasma Plumes and Plumes Cast blew to that level where I could start charging for glasses, I don't think I ever would. And if I did, it would be only a small amount, like to cover the fee of the venue, and then anything additionally would go to charity. You know, because you know, because that, that's the thing too. Some of these things they're forced for you know set amount. And you just gotta sit there and like eat the cost and just like, I don't ever want people to think that the information I'm sharing with y'all is coming from not necessarily a dishonest place, but a place of, you know, I'm doing this for my financial well-being. You know, (laughs) I started this podcast to, you know, remind people that everything's going to be okay. And to this person that sent me this fan letter. Let me read it real quick. You know. It starts. I wanted. Or it starts off. Dear Plumescast. I wanted to thank you for your podcast. I get to listen to while I'm at work. It helps me through the day. Thinking about getting a life out of work. And be kind to myself. Although it doesn't seem right to me sometimes. I hope you're doing great. And it's important that you take breaks sometimes too. And you know. And then they asked me, you know, what my favorite Toho character was. And I was just like, hmm, let's just be real. I love Runosuke Morichika and Minoriko Aki. You know, because obvious reasons, man. <laughs> but genuinely, I really, like, I sent back an email back. I was like, hang on, let me pull it up real fast. I was like, hey there. Well, let me thank you for being a listener. I'm really glad to hear that you, I've been able to help you throughout your day. Honestly, that'll help me power through my day, too, because, to be honest, I'm a bit under the weather, but I'm feeling much more motivated to keep going after reading your kind words. And I followed up with, you know, I hope you're doing well, too. I know sometimes life can get the better of us at times, but it sounds like you're taking the right steps to carve your own story out of this huge world of ours, and I can't wait to see where that journey takes you. I hope you'll stay in touch and know if there's anything I can do to help advise, I'd be more than happy to do so. And then I gushed about you know, Suke and you know Minoriko for a bit. I'm like, listen, fall titties. And <laughs> I didn't legitimately say that, but <laughs> you know, I hope whoever wrote that email, you're getting a laugh out of this because genuinely I cannot thank you enough. For, you know, helping ground me a little bit more. Because sometimes in the bog of content creation, you know, you get yourself so worked up that you forget what you started all this for. And in that moment, I was able to kind of, you know, reconnect with the boy who started Bloomscast and just say, you know what? Yeah, no, this is like I I was over the moon. I was near tears because... Somehow, some, and I've talked about, you know, how I've received emails about the show. And I have. I absolutely have. But they were usually from people who wanted to sell me on something. Or, you know, they found the podcast and they were like, Oh, yeah, you should use this to market things. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, I'm not. That's not me. Word of mouth has basically been the way I've been doing things. Whether you know, no matter how much content that I put out there to the world to find, I hope the vast majority of it comes from word of mouth. Did I look at maybe getting a billboard the other day? I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking about it. 
<laughs> I just thought it'd be funny as hell. So I'm not sure if I told you all this story or not. If I have, I apologize. But for the longest amount of time, there was a digital uh, billboard that was up. It was advertising this radio show. And I think it was for like Neil Bortz. I don't re- I think he was like a political type radio show host. But his fucking his fucking billboard man it was just him giving a thumbs up big ass smile and it just says against a yellow background in big bold red text borts with an exclamation point (laughs) and then like down at the bottom you could barely see where like to listen to it and i just wanted to replicate I really just wanted to slap my little mascot character up on a billboard, have plumes and bright blue letters across a dark blue background, and just, you know, have a fucking ball with it. Just, and then, like, in the smallest text possible, you can listen to Plumes cast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, every available podcast platform, you know? Maybe, genuinely, maybe I will do that as a joke for, like, two-year anniversary of Plume's cast, but that, again, that's so far down the line. (laughs) But, you see, getting those kinds of letters, like, genuinely, from that person at least, I was so over the moon, I was so excited, and I really did just want to talk about a couple of things to help them feel like, even though it doesn't seem right, you deserve to enjoy life it it sounds so weird saying it like that because we as both you know a culture and a species have almost gravitated away from you know being able to just stop and enjoy things our lives have become so busy so automated so technologically enhanced that the things that make life really special sometimes go by us. And what I mean by that is, you know, I had the most wonderful, wonderful time uh, hanging out with the fox wife like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago at this point. We went on a picnic together, and it was a beautiful, beautiful spring day, you know, probably in the 70s-ish, maybe, maybe in the 60s, but we got to sit out under the shade, we got some, you know, mong food. It was fan-fucking-tastic. I probably told you all about this, because after, you know, we had this magical moment of sorts, where it was just her and me not paying attention to the rest of the world, you know, just basking in nature and enjoying, you know, the stillness of the, like, stillness, but vibrant life around us. That in, like, the cool breeze, the way that the grass swayed in the wind, you know, the way the leaves laughed amongst themselves as gusts tickled them, you know, all that fun stuff. The way the sun shimmered, all of that. You really don't get to have many of those moments in your day-to-day life unless you go looking for them. And that in itself isn't what life is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the opposite, really. Where in our day-to-day lives, we should be able to take the time to give ourselves that peace of mind. 
you know, give ourselves the reassurance that things are going to be okay. And sometimes, you know, even if it doesn't feel right, sometimes you got to make those big decisions that scare you, you know, that, you know, you think you don't deserve. I'm going to be up front, you know, or among or on top of this, that's the words I'm looking for, on top of this letter, I really, you know, had this revelation of sorts when I made a giant purchase for the fox wife. I've already told her, I'm not going to be so up, and I've told all the relevant people at this point, you know, because I was like, hey, you know, just heads up, start, <laughs> I hope you're prepared to be a groomsman <laughs> kind of thing. Um, you know, um, fuck it, I'll just straight out say it, because I'm terrible at keeping secrets. Um, but I ordered the fox wife's ring. And she already knows. But I was so incredibly excited going through, was it a big purchase? Yes. You know, is it as big of a purchase as she probably thinks it is? No. But at the same time, it was... Something that I've been so excited to do. I've been working so hard for. That in, you know, if you asked me a couple of weeks ago, you know, whether or not I'd be okay with making this big of a purchase, obviously I probably would have said no. But then I started to have some, like, revelations in things that we have talked about and things I've been trying to incorporate more into my own life where realizing that there are days that aren't going to be great You know, I may not be in the situation I thought I was going to be when I set up my five-year plan back when I was like 23 years old. I, you know, when I was interviewing for my previous job, genuinely speaking, I thought my life would be different. But that doesn't mean that my life is not good. In fact, it doesn't mean that my life is not great. And part of that revelation came from sitting on that, you know picnic mat with the fox wife and enjoying her presence and just enjoying breathing, living, being there in the moment with the person I loved, you know, I, and in making that purchase, it was one of those things where I realized that it doesn't do any good to sit there and belittle ourselves About the things that we don't have. The things that, you know, we can't have quite yet. Because maybe it's not time, you know. Maybe there's an opportunity coming around the horizon that would make it that much harder for you to, you know, be able to accept it if you went through with certain things. And that I could be talking about buying a house. You know, it. I could go on a whole ass rant about home buying and the hurdles and all you have to go through but that's not really the point of me being here and if you want that kind of podcast I will gladly walk you through some of the burdens that I've been you know researching about because just the short and sweet of it as U.S. citizen I'm able to you know get assistance on my first house there's a a special amount of benefits allotted or allotted to all U.S. citizens for your first home. You know, depending on the state you're in, it's different to varying degrees, like how much assistance you get versus you know how much you have to put down on your first house, and so on and so forth. And so, 
you know, the fox wife and I have been talking here recently about whether or not we want to rent a house, whether or not we want to go out and buy a house. And, you know, at first in the conversation, it made me feel really pessimistic because I was like, I'm, you know, going to be 28 this year. Uh, or no, I'll be 29 this year. Wait, wait, no, I'll be 28. Huh? Wait, wait, oh no, I don't know how old I am. Uh, no, I'm going to be 29. I'm going to be 29. That sounds right. Hang on, I'm just going to casually pull up a calculator real quick. <laughs> Bro, this is the problem about getting old. Because, genuinely speaking, I was watching a uh, video with the Fox Wife last night. It was like the top games of the... Okay, yeah, no. I just did the math. I was born in 94. I will be 29 at the end of this year. But anyway... <laughs> God, I'm 28 now. Uh, but anyway, when I... Or when we were watching this video, they were talking about, you know, top games that they were picking for the year. And I vividly remember receiving, like, the 2000s games... You know, like, starting from, like, 01 up. I remember receiving them and playing them. But in my brain, and how time is all kind of collapsed in that regard, in that side of things, I was like, oh, you know, Animal Crossing has come out at the same time as, you know, uh, fucking Mario. And it's just like, no. <laughs> they were different years altogether. Like, I just vividly remember playing these games. I don't remember the timeline of them. And she's like, oh shit, like fucking, it blew my mind that the original Mario Kart 8 was 10 years ago at this point. Like, it's going to be 10 years old, and we're still getting DLC for the Switch version. That shit blew my mind. Nintendo made a cash cow with that one. But, you know, fucking Animal Crossing New Horizons came out two years ago, and that ain't getting shit. <laughs> Back in 2020, maybe it would have been three years ago, but regardless... End of 2020. I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> oh, God. Alright, that that spooked me for a little bit. Threw me off my thoughts. But, again, you know, I genuinely... I used to be very pessimistic about that. Because I never really looked at it as... It's the situation that I find myself in. Not the situation that I've put myself in. You know, I do, I truly believe that I have been, you know, checking all the right boxes as far as, quote-unquote, being an adult. And I do believe, at least for my generation and the generation following me, you know, the millennials and Gen Z, the 30s are going to be the new 20s. Because the 20s have become so turbulent that it's near impossible to go out and find a house unless, you know... You're one of the few that have been lucky. And that's okay. You know, if you found a house and you are happy with where you're at, by all means, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, I'm still happy with myself with where I've gotten in life. You know, and I think that's the thing. It's looking at what you have accomplished, what all you have survived through, the things that are opening up to you, Rather than the things you don't have. The things that maybe some of your friends have and you don't. And, you know, that doesn't make your life invalid. If that makes sense. You know, some of these... And, like, 
it's hard. It's very hard to have the mindset of, you know what, I'm doing okay. Because, you know, there's so many demoralizing things in the news. You know, whether that's about politics, whether that's about, you know, Gen Z having more... Like, I'm going to keep using the housing example because I think that is relatively relevant for, you know, most of my listeners. But, you know, it's like, Gen Z has been able to find, or has been able to buy houses more than millennials. And just like, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Because Gen Z, one, is either luckier as far as, you know, finances go... Um, because of parents or, you know, grandparents that the money is coming down from, or, you know, it's a combination of being in the right place at the right time. And it is, it's one of those things that like, if I read that any other day, I would be upset because it's just like, damn, I wish that were me. But at the same time, you have to pull yourself out of the world. Like there's two concepts in economics that kind of over-encompass everything. And I'm not going to give you a full economics course. Read Spice and Wolf if you want that. In fact, I'm not going to lie. I'm about to start reading that because I read all of Convenience Store Woman and now I want something both interesting and deep to read next because it's just like, damn. I I literally cannot put that book down at all. But (laughs) that is a conversation for you in the blog. (laughs) But I realized that, you know, sometimes you have to pull yourself into the macro of things, meaning the big picture. And sometimes you got to look at things from the micro side of things, meaning just, you know, your small relevant circle. Oops, Scott, excuse me. But when I say that, you know, realize that if you have an apartment by yourself, you are doing better than most people. You know, if you're sharing an apartment with somebody else, a lot of other people are doing that. It doesn't make your journey any less important. It doesn't make your journey any weaker. You know, we all have different stepping stones in life that we have to jump towards And sometimes those paths that we take across the river are similar than other people. Sometimes they're not, but that doesn't mean we can't appreciate that we are able to land on these stones, hit these life goals, and be proud of it. Because being realistic with y'all, you know, I talked about making a big purchase. I talked about ordering the ring. And in that, I realized something that you know what, maybe I don't have a house. Maybe I don't have all the money I thought I would have at this point, working as hard as I have been, you know, jumping through all the holes or hoops I have. In a lot of regards, you can make the argument that I'm living paycheck to paycheck. But that doesn't mean that I haven't accomplished great things. And that in itself doesn't mean that I can't use the money that I do have To celebrate the big things in life. What I mean by that is, is take that vacation. If you have the cash to go on a vacation, you know what? Take a risk. You deserve it. You've been working hard. You deserve to go out and have fun. 
You know, if you want a new gaming system, go buy that gaming system. If you want a new phone, go buy a new phone. The thing is about money is you can make it back. But you don't get this time back. And that having that realization that, you know what, like there are certain things that I'm locked into, like the apartment for another year. I looked at that and I was like, damn, I'm here for another year, which, you know, is both great and not. But I realized, who cares? I have a roof over my head. I'm living with the love of my life. I'm happy. And that that's the key word, guys. Are you happy? Are you finding happiness in the little things in life? You know, we had a conversation about that a couple of weeks ago. You know, whether or not you are finding those little small things and making you realize that at the end of the day, you are okay. You know, you life life has thrown so many shitty curveballs at us. And mind you, you know, that's not even talking about what other countries have to deal with, what other populations have to deal with. You know, in a lot of regards, there's misfortune every step you take. But the thing I really want to remind you of here and now is you have to, in some regards, always say that you're okay. You know, find the little things that make you happy. Is that a nice warm cup of coffee in the morning? That's a fucking blessing, you know, and I encourage people, and this was part of the thing I wanted to talk about too, was I started bullet journaling recently, and what that is, is basically you take five minutes, and you write down your inspirations for the day, like what you're trying to do, what's inspiring you, what you're thankful for, what your to-do list is for the day, and then, you know... Like, a little extra if you want to put it in there. The big three things are inspirations for the day, what you're thankful for, and what do you want to do. And the thing is, is when you stop and give yourself five minutes, just five minutes a day, to look at the things that you're thankful for. And just be honest and type them or write them, however you want to do it. You find out that there are things in life that you really maybe were taking for granted. And then you start realizing that, hey, maybe maybe things aren't as bad as they seem. You're making the right steps. Like, even if you are in a dead-end job and everybody's like, you know, just to give you an example. Inconvenience store woman. Our main character is a convenience store worker. And she is working every single day to basically live her best life to everybody else outside of her you know, world as it were, they find it kind of weird that, you know, she can find such a joy in being a convenience store worker, living as if an extension of the store itself, where she has written herself that every single thing she is doing is for the benefit of the store. You might come to that point in your life where, you know, you yourself might seem to be in a dead-end job compared to everybody else, but it makes you happy. It makes you, you know, it gives you life outside of work where it's just, you know, and I want to remind you all too, that we as humans don't live to work. We work to live. And in back to the example of convenience store woman, she lived her life to be a great worker because that's what brought her joy. 
you know, being like being seen as normal. Being it's a really fucking fascinating book, and I don't want to spoil too much for you because by the entire like end of the book, you're like screaming at this girl, "Why are you making these decisions that you are?" And then she realizes that her happiness laid in what she was doing. And that's important because maybe it ain't the right time to find, you know, that perfect partner. Maybe it isn't that time to find that perfect job. Maybe, you know, happiness for you right now is being in a rhythm. And that's completely fine. With how turbulent the world is, I hope you find your rhythm. You know, for me, I'm trying to get better and better about waking up on my first alarm ring. And I'm starting to get better at that. You know, I, I'm i waking up earlier. Unless I'm sick. You know, that this past week, I excuse it. You know, and that's the thing too. You can't allow yourself to be mad at yourself for the things that you aren't able to do for whatever reason that day. You know, you can't hold yourself... I don't want to say you can't hold yourself accountable. Because that's not the right word. But you can be... The way you approach your life's issues, you know, the way you approach the setbacks in life, you can be sad about it, you can be mad about it, or you can just accept it, you know, and yeah, I'm not saying it's, you know, black or white in any regards, going back to streaming, I was upset yesterday that I wasn't able to stream with y'all, even though I was feeling better, and I had, you know, some shenanigans I wanted to show y'all because we've been playing Yakuza for over a month at this point and I want to keep playing it because I'm having fun. I'm slowly building up an audience with that. But, you know, I realize that in that same breath, it's okay. It's so okay to realize that it was a setback. Was I upset about it? Yes. But that doesn't mean I'm going to sit there today and grumble about it and be like, Hey, Miss Stream, Stream is mad with me. Like, I'm being realistic with y'all, you know, I'm blessed enough to think that, you know, even if you're a little upset with me, you would forgive me because, hey, overlaying circumstances, I'm sorry. I think that in like, even though I told you at the very beginning that when I miss a day, I come back stronger. I'm still going to fucking do that. But it comes with a better strength when I realize, okay, it happened. There's no point, like, you accept it and you pick yourself up and you go. You know, am I a little upset about it? Yes. But instead of using that energy to sit there and be like, I miss stream. It's just like, man, I fucking miss stream. We're going to make the next one better. You know? It go and like I tell you all, all this because I've been realizing that more and more. The housing situation. Damn, I wish I had a house. Well, actually, you know, even though I don't have an apartment right now, I make or I do have an apartment. I don't have a house right now. I'm living in an apartment. Um, even though I'm living in an apartment right now, I'm building my life still. You know, I'm building equity, I'm building experiences, I'm working hard at my job, and that will serve me better, so that way, when I can afford a house, it'll be a nicer house. You know, it's just like, damn, I gotta stay at this apartment for one more year. Actually, I'm, you know, maybe that's better, maybe the housing market gets better. It's okay, you know, and when you, let's go even a step further, you know, 
in talk, and I've been talking to y'all about this here and there on stream, and I'm not sure how much I've talked about it on podcast, because there's just no way in hell I had the time to re-listen to the past month's podcast, but I've been learning HTML and SQL at work. And sometimes I hit a wall. I hit such a fucking wall because, you know, sometimes people come in and they interrupt when I'm studying to, you know, ask stupid questions. And then I get all thrown off. You know, I can't focus properly again. And it's just like, okay, you know, back in the day, I would be like, damn, you know, I'm wasting time. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. When in reality, I should looked at, I should have looked at it, and I do look at it now. It's just like, okay, I tried, I tried my best today. It didn't work out, and that's okay. Like sometimes, you know, there's this great TikTok that's been going around, and I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's this elephant guy talking, and he's like, sometimes days are just fucked. Sometimes days don't get better, and that's okay. That's the universe saying, you know, that today is fucked. Go home, rest. You know, there's no point in trying to unfuck a day because you're end up you're gonna end up burning yourself out more and more. Now, are there situations that the opposite is true? Of course, but at the same time, you know, you can't waste energy being upset about things that you can't change. You know, and even if it's something you can change and it's just not changing, like, say, for example, your mindset, you know, when you're trying to study for something, like, say, for example, you have a test, you have it in a week, and, you know, you're trying to work on it, something comes up, you have to take the dog out, you know, you end up taking the dog for a walk, and when you get back, you know, you think, oh, man, after taking this walk, I'll be able to focus. You can't focus. Don't be upset. That you spent the time with your dog, spent time with friends, spent time with whoever, because you came back and you weren't able to focus on your work. No, instead of, you know, being aggressed that you weren't able to finish your work, be appreciative that you spent the time, you know, learning something else about your dog, hang, building relationships with your family, whatever that may be. And it's hard. It's so hard to get into that mindset. And that's why, again, I encourage you to maybe consider doing journaling, do bullet journaling if to start off where, again, it's five minutes. Five minutes, you are completely honest with yourself. And if you can't do five minutes quite yet, that's fine. You know, if you can't write a whole bunch in five minutes, that's fine. The whole point of the exercise isn't to, you know, write the next Hunger Games. No, it's to just... Shut up the rest of the world. You know, if you get a phone call, it's okay. Let that phone ring. You can call up that person back. You know, and that's something that I kind of realized too, is when I am studying, when I'm working, when I'm programming, when I am making like positive changes to things, and I'm in the middle of something, if somebody comes in, I'm learning to say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of something, can I come find you in five minutes? Or if they shoot me an email, it's fine to let that bitch ride for, you know, an hour or two. You know, and I want to remind you of something. The general, you know, reception of email, okay, at least as far as external emails, meaning you're emailing somebody outside of your company, while it is, you know, nice to respond to it as soon as it comes in, Generally speaking, people will a lot 
four hours. The actual, you know, the actual, like, wait time that anybody should have, like, if you ask any customer service position about, you know, an email coming in, especially if you're dealing with a shit ton of emails, it's 24 hours. You know, you have 24 business hours to respond to something. Really, that's like two days. But, you know, 48 hours, 24 business hours, whatever the hell you may want to call it. It's all to say that things can wait. Things don't have to, like, it's okay to let things wait. Because, hey, maybe when you finish off what you're working on, when you finish off, you know, oh, hey, I'm working on this, you know, complicated line of code to start off, you know, my very first web page and somebody comes in and is like, hey, I need your help. It's okay. Just say, hey, 10 minutes. Is that okay? And if they're like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Like most, And that's the thing, too, is other people are busy. Other people work just as hard as you do. And it may not always seem like that. But other people have been in your position. Other people, you know, know how long it takes for things to get done. And, you know, sometimes if you have to give somebody else a time frame, you know, like, hey, how long is this going to take? Give yourself an extra 50%. So if it was, like, if you know, for example, talking IT, if I have to build a computer for somebody and I have all the parts, all right, I will tell them, give me two hours. I know I can have that computer built and cleaned up in an hour, easily, You know, I would even say 30 minutes because I'm so familiar with it. But that gives you a little extra breathing room for, hey, maybe, you know, a piece is missing in the box. Or maybe somebody else comes in and it's an emergency. The thing is, is you have to allot your own time to, you know, give yourself breathing space. Give yourself, you know, that restfulness because, let's face it, things in life are going to come up. That you have no control over. And that's okay. Like genuinely that's kind of the conversation I really want to have with y'all. Is it's okay. You know things don't always work out the way that we want them to. But that's fine because we're still here. We're still living. We're still you know growing in some kind of way. Even in the most dead end of jobs. You are getting money to get out of that situation. You are finding your drive. And You know, even if it is a dead-end job, maybe you're working retail, maybe you're working, you know, what people wouldn't typically expect to be a respectable position, a gas station employee, you know, a convenience store employee, really, um, retail, fucking fast food. People may talk down to you about that. You're only a line cook. You're only a cashier. But let's be realistic A lot of people, myself included, had a run in retail, had a run in fast food. Because sometimes that's all that's available to us. And that doesn't make it worth, or doesn't make it any less valid. And I want you to start looking at that. Fuck what the rest of the world may say. Fuck what the rest of the world may think. What do you think about it? What do you, you know... What do you, like, feel when you're done with the day? You know, for example, even if you are in, quote-unquote, a dead-end job, if you get through today, be proud of that. There's so much life beyond your 9-to-5. Look for the things, like, 
If you're working at McDonald's right now, Ayo, you're getting the cash to go hang out with friends. Be excited about that. And you know, maybe in finding those little things, hey, maybe you didn't burn yourself on the fryer today. Good job. That's a fucking achievement. Be proud of that. Hey, maybe you have a cat waiting for you at home. Be proud. That is an achievement in itself. You know, when you look at life fully objectively, okay, and you look at how much time you have, like if you look at the grand scheme of how much time you have in your life, none of us know. None of us know. You know, all of us, all of our times can end at the same day because a meteor is going to hit us. Whoops. Damn, that blows. Anyway, (laughs) you know, we don't know how much time we have. And it's so much more important to be able to take the time that you have and be able to pick yourself up quickly. You know, that said, you absolutely will have instances where you're down on the ground and you're crying or you're punching the ground because you're upset. Don't look at those as invalid either. You needed that time. The thing is, is after you have that time... After you have that grief, after you have that pain, I want you to realize that that is not time wasted. That is time growing. Because the next time something like that happens, you will be so much better equipped to say, damn, that fucking sucks. All right, here we go. And it's so, and like, I will be honest with you, it's so incredibly hard to, you know, be. Or have that mindset when it first happens to you. You know. Because you don't have experience in it. Somebody that's much more experienced in it. For example. Alright. Let's. Let's. You know. Bring back. Our. Coding example. Actually no. I'll make it easier. Let's talk about computers. You know. I think everybody at some degree has used a computer at some point in their life. And I think all of us have hit that stage of turning a computer on for the first time, finding Internet Explorer for the first time, you know, or whatever browser, going to Google for the first time. You know, there's so many, like, basic steps that you have learned to get to, you know, being a computer programmer, being a website developer. Like, you yourself started at the ground, but now here you are. And you will look back and see some of the frustrations that came across your way. Maybe, you know, you wanted to find a dating site and you weren't able to find it for whatever reason. Or you were trying to get into Twitter and your Twitter account never blew up. But hey, you learned things while you were, you know, dicking around on Twitters and made, like, really good friends on the Twitters. (laughs) Sound like a fucking old-ass man when I say that. But you made friends on Twitter that have, you know, stuck with you for the rest of your life. You may not become internet famous, but you gained friends, you know? But that's the thing I really want to... Like, I know it's confusing, and I'm probably not explaining this the best way, but genuinely speaking, every step you take is a step in a myriad of directions across a myriad of time that we have no clue how long we have. But you are growing, you are learning, you're experiencing, you're being okay. And instead of looking off to the horizon, like, yes, by all means, look off to the horizon from time to time, find out where your goals are, but set your goal 
and put blinders on and say, fuck it to the rest of the world. Today, I'm one step closer to buying a house. Fuck it to the rest of the world. I made a YouTube channel. I'm one step closer to my goal of 100 followers. Fuck the rest of the world. I'm a podcast. I started recording, you know, podcast. And I'm one step closer to reaching 100 episodes. You know, that's the thing. Like, and again, it is completely fine to take a second to benchmark and see where you are. Because sometimes you appreciate it better, you know? And when you get to the certain jumps that other people have made, you can look behind you, absolutely look behind you, and see where you have come from. Maybe you're the first student in your family to go to college. Look at where your family has come from. Look at the struggles you have gone through. And now look at where you are. Now, the person next to you maybe didn't have it as hard as you. But, you know, that's okay. You're both at the same place. Maybe you're a bit more equipped to handle life's hardships because not everything was handed to you on a silver spoon. Or on a silver platter. In a silver spoon. (laughs) A silver spoon on a silver platter. (laughs) You know? That's okay. Again, you know, and I'm I'm going to be on up front with y'all. I wrote out a couple of things that I wanted to talk about with y'all because I wanted to be honest. And I didn't expect, you know, today's conversation with Plumes to gravitate around just being okay. But that's okay. You know, I'm being real with you now. Like, yeah, no, we had a great conversation, I think. You know, and I'll be up front in being okay with things, in letting yourself... Instead of being so goal-oriented and, you know, trying to shoot for things that really are inachievable right now, I realized, you know, I have a lot more fun on Twitter when I don't give a fuck what other people may think if they found my tweets. You know, and that's, like, yes, obviously I'm not tweeting things like, you know, fucking hentai or anything like that, but I'm just, I don't care, you know, like, I care but I don't care. Because at the end of the day, I'm not censoring myself. I'm not changing myself to hit some metric. I want people that when they go to at Phantasma Plumes on Twitter and they see me on Twitter, it's me. It's not some bullshit version of me that's trying to appease a bunch of different people. No, it's just like, yeah, no, I, I agree with you here. I disagree with you here. Uh, I'm having fun. I'm talking to more people because I don't care. I may, you know, rub some people off the wrong way. And you know what? If they block me, it is what it is. But at the same time, I'm cracking more jokes. Because, hey, they're not all going to hit. That's fine, but I laughed when I made it. You know, I'm still obviously being aware of what I'm saying. But at the same time, I don't, you know, I don't look at... Like, I'm not trying to market myself on Twitter. I'm not spending all day... Like, my tweets aren't all about the podcast. They aren't all about... You know, the stream, they're about me, like, being like, god damn, I'm pissed off about this. Fuck, I'm about to buy, you know, an expensive phone. Stop me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? Hey, I drew a picture of a butterfly. T- <laughs> you know? <laughs> they're silly, they're wacky, and they're me. When you start, stop looking towards a number... And you start having more fun. Like, I've been having so much more fun with streams. Because I don't feel like, you know, as I've gotten more and more into streaming. As I've, you know, grown as a content creator. I've realized that it's okay 
Like, I don't have to, you know, act in a certain podcasting way. I don't always have to be talking. I don't always have to make the best jokes. I just have to... People are there for me. They're not here for some fake version of me. That, And mind you, I don't think I've ever been fake. But I have that expectation of, damn, you know, stream didn't do well today. You know, I didn't hit the numbers that I wanted to hit. That used to be me, to a certain degree. And sometimes I'd be like super fucking depressed and i talk to other streamer friends be like yeah no i'm just not hitting the numbers i want to hit i think i'm gonna quit streaming because i'm not at the places i want to be yet instead of realizing i have people that are hanging out with me every week just because they like being around me that's a fucking gift and i'm so incredibly happy with that if stream didn't perform well that day but i had fun Damn, I'm elated, you know? Because who cares? At the end of the day, when life says you are ready for whatever experience that you are hunting for. And again, you may not ever hit that goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. That's fine. But when you are ready to take on the next challenge, you will be so much better prepared because you took the time to... Be kinder to yourself, to have fun, to laugh, to, you know, just get into shenanigans in general. And I'm proud of you for that. Absolutely proud of you for that. And you should be proud of yourself too. Realize that when you are making mistakes, you know, don't beat yourself up 100% about it. Yeah, we're all going to fuck up. You know, maybe we're all just a collective group of fuck-ups at times. But that's okay. Because every fuck-up is an opportunity to pick yourself up and do better next time. And if you don't do better next time, okay, laugh it off. Smile about it. Be mad about it. Get sad about it. Do what you need to do to pick yourself back up. And then try it again. Every attempt is growth. You know, I'm not going to lie. If I ever developed a game, I would make a game where even if you lost in a battle, you gained experience. That was one thing that always annoyed me about video games. Where it's like you have to win the battle in order to get experience. Even if you defeated certain aspects of it. And it's like, yes, you know... In fighting the battle, you gain your experience as a player to learn how to fight the battle better. But I don't think that's entirely fair to the hero. You know, because if the hero was able to defeat an arm of the bad guy and, you know, got defeated, I think there should absolutely be a portion of the game where you have to go back. You know, you are humbled for a little bit and then you pick yourself back up. And you, like, not necessarily a morality system of sorts, or a wellness system of sorts, but just a system in which, okay, you got defeated. Pick yourself up, you know? Maybe you fight some weaker level things and build up your confidence again. Maybe you talk to some of your party members and they build you back up. Like, genuinely, and I think about Earthbound when I think about this idea. Where in Earthbound, if you don't talk to your dad... Or if you don't call home, Ness will start to miss his parents. And, you know, you have to have that grounding factor. If you don't talk to Ness's parents, Ness will start missing attacks more. Ness will start, you know, not attacking at all because he's missing home. And you have to call home and talk to your mom and just listen to her. 
And she'll just be like, hey, honey, I'm missing you. I made your favorite for dinner tonight because I'm thinking about you. You're doing great. And wherever you are, you know, keep going. I'm proud of you. And that conversation to mom is something I want you guys to have with yourself. Whether that is written out in a journal. Whether that's, you know, you driving down the car and talking to yourself. Because let's be real. If other people see you talking to to yourself, they're going to think you're on the phone. Let's be entirely fair. So who gives a fuck? You know? (laughs) Like, I have absolutely yelled my, like, face off about certain things. Because I was so upset. And I needed to get that aggression out of me. I'm in my car. You know, I'm not disturbing anybody else. If somebody looks over and happens to see my fangs out, my canine, just like all the way out because I'm screaming and my lips are curled back. You know what? Fuck it. They got to see something crazy. <laughs> They're like, damn, I don't ever want to be like him. But <laughs> I don't think I've had many experiences where I'm just that pissed off that my mouth is that far agaped. But even still, you know, you need to have that grounding factor to realize that, hey, you know what? You are doing great things. And if I need to be your grounding factor for you, then let's, you know, take a collective minute before I end off podcast because it's starting to go a little bit long. But let's take a collective minute real fast and just say, hey, you're doing great. You know, I understand you've been going through hardships of your own, of which, you know, maybe I know about, maybe I don't. But I want you to sit back and realize That where you have come from and where you are going are two completely different things. You know, it may seem, it is on the same path. But I want you to take a second, instead of looking towards that goal in the horizon, I want you to look back behind you and see every step you have taken. Where you have come from. And I want you to be thankful that you are here right now. You are alive. You are breathing. You are well. Even if you are sick in the hospital, you are still here. You can get better. I believe in you. If you can't believe in yourself right now because it's hard and you're scared and you're tired, that's okay. You don't always have to. You're not alone. Even if you feel like you are truly alone in this world that no one else cares about you, that's a fucking lie because I care about you. And I want you to realize that you care about yourself too. It's hard. And it's not an easy... Like, it's not an easy mindset to start developing. And it starts small. Like, I told you about the bullet journal. I only did it three times this week. And that's okay. I'm not going to beat myself up over the, like, times that I missed. It's just, all right, next time I get a chance to, you know, don't allow yourself to make excuses all the way through because there's a difference between saying, okay, next time and, you know, never actually meaning it. You have to mean it in the second you stop meaning it. Then you say, okay, then this isn't right for me. And you start on the next thing because there's no point in agonizing on things that don't work. If you're in an unhappy relationship and you can't fix it. You know, or you can't, it's draining you more than anything else. You know to get out of it. And sometimes the hobbies that we pick up are unhealthy relationships. It's okay to break things off. It's okay to stop doing things. Even if it costs you some friends, you'll make new ones. It's hard. It's scary. You know, I'm going to be entirely honest with you. If I move states, I'm going to have a hard time making friends. But you know what? I'll do it. 
I'll figure out a way. And if not, I have an amazing partner who's my best friend. And sometimes, you know, that's the most important part. Or you have, I have myself. I can make myself laugh day in, day out. It's a little cringe, but you know, who cares? You know, who cares about being cringe? Who cares about, you know, anything else outside of you living your life? And if people are, are, you know, stressed about you living your life, unless you're doing something unhealthy, you know, unless you're doing something cataclysmic to yourself or others, who cares? Just have fun. Don't break the law, you know. (laughs) But, you know, if you want to try something new, this is your sign to go for it. If you feel like something isn't working for you, hey, maybe it's the time to jump from it. Maybe it's time to get a new job. Maybe it's time to start a new book, a new passion. If things aren't working the way you want them to and they're not building you up and you can't see the positives in them, then maybe, maybe it's time to say, all right, and let it go. You yourself are doing fantastically. And I'm not saying that because you're listening to my podcast. I'm not saying that because I had an amazing fan letter. But I'm saying that because it's the truth. You know, I am incredibly proud of you. I don't know your journey. I don't know where you're heading. I don't know where you began. But what I do know is what you show me when you talk to me during streams, when you send me emails, when you, you know, see me on the streets and it's just like, is that the Phantasm of Plumes? I'll be like, the fuck? How do you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but <laughs> maybe I should get a shirt that just says plumes on it. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, genuinely speaking, I don't know you, but that's okay. I don't need to know you when I first meet you. And that's the way you need to see your life. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what kind of suffering you've gone through, what kind of, you know, hardships you've endured. When you meet somebody, they don't know you from anybody else. But you want to show them your best self, right? Sometimes you need to look in the mirror And reintroduce yourself to yourself every single day. And sometimes even saying the simplest things in the shower. Like, today's going to be a good day. Today I'm going to try harder. Today I'm going to make an attempt. It may fuck up. That's fine. You know, that's how I've been with this coding stuff. You know, because I have other responsibilities that I need to get addressed. And sometimes I have to sit there and be like, ah, well, shit. I can't do that today. My brain isn't... I can't, you know... Today's just not a good day to study code. Or I have too many things coming in right now to be able to, you know, block my mind out and study. That's okay. And that's why I want to challenge you. You know, I hope that in our little conversation today, you learned, you know, more about yourself from me talking to you. And you've given yourself some opportunities to reflect and to, you know, consider what aspects of life you want to pursue you know what things are tearing or weighing you back what thing are wearing you down rather what things are making you better and i hope that in all this in our little moment of self-reflection you can look at yourself 
and be proud. Because even if you aren't in the place you wanted to be, the world has been incredibly unforgiving. We have survived a pandemic that is still ongoing. And really, the econ- the global economy is fucked, just as it is right now. You may not be where you thought you were going to be, but you are still here. And that is an achievement of which I hope you are proud of every single day. Because I'm proud of you. Alrighty. <laughs> hey, my voice is sounding a bit better. Maybe I finally got the rest of the phlegm out. But anyway, genuinely speaking, you know, I did not anticipate today's conversation with Looms to get in as serious as it did. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, I wanted to talk about getting back into gotcha games. Like, I talked about that during reconnecting with, you know, your inner child. And I wanted to talk more about starting the blog and being adventurous and trying a new, you know, content form and learning about all that. It's been fun, you know? I I used to care that people would be like, oh, you're playing gotcha games? The fuck? That's weird. And she's like, you know what? Fuck you. I have a cute little fox girl on the screen that does funny little attacks. <laughs> you know, I'm playing Honkai. I'm having fun with it. I don't get to play it often, but that's okay. When I get to play it, I enjoy it. I don't spend my days like, damn, I didn't get to play Blue Archive today. Just like, you know what? When I get a chance to play Blue Archive, I'll sit and enjoy it. When I play Fate Grand Order, I will grind and I will have fun because I've just, I am allowing myself to have more fun. It's not time wasted. It's time healing. It's time relaxing. And I think everybody here deserves that. And whatever you do to, you know, help relax. If it's gaming and you have a partner that doesn't let you game, hey, 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 yo, this might be your sign to walk away. You know, there was a tweet blown up. God, this will be the last thing because I got to get moving because I got to get, you know, at least relatively cleaned up to go pick up the fox wife. But I, you know, there was this tweet going around not too long ago of a TikTok of a girl shutting down her boyfriend's PlayStation. He's like, bro, why? This is all I have. And he was despairingly saying it. And just like, look, if your partner can't really respect the thing that you do to, you know, relax, or they don't join in with you and try to understand it themselves, like, maybe that's a sign that things aren't the right thing for you. Like, I am incredibly blessed that Juju and I can fucking fuck around and play, you know, Lego Harry Potter for like two hours last night. And not stress about it. We had fun. And that's the important part. You know. Obviously there are important things in life. That we have to take care of. But the moments that you can just say. Fuck it to the rest of the world. Turn off your phones. And just live your life. That. Being out in picnics. Being able to go swimming in the middle of the summer. You know. Going to an aquarium. Doing different things. Those are the moments that life is worth living for. Even at work, when you finally finish all your work and you're able to just decide what you do for the day, that is something worth living for because you worked hard and you've earned it. Ah, man. I'm proud of y'all. I'm proud of me too, but I'm more proud of y'all. And I hope, you know, if you guys want to have a conversation about this kind of stuff, feel free. Feel free to send me emails. Feel free to get in contact with me however way you want. My DMs are open on Twitter. My email is open for y'all. I have Spotify answers down at the bottom where you can put in answers to this week's question. You know, 
by all means. I'm pretty reachable. And I even make it, you know, I even brought up the comment. I'm like, I think I'm pretty approachable at this point. <laughs> but genuinely speaking, I hope, you know, if you want to continue this conversation, you'll reach out. And next week we'll have another conversation. You know, and if not, then I'll come up with a topic and run with things and tell you all about how life should be and how you're doing great. But all that to say... Guys, remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasmal Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube as past podcast, and really any smart devices. And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or if the podcast isn't enough plumes for you, you can find more topics such as technology and my cybersecurity chats or cybersecurity cafes over at Phantasmagoria of plumes.blogspot.com. That email or that website again, Phantasmagoria of plumes.blogspot.com. And yes, I made sure to put some fucking search engine optimization in there. I've got that working. I'm proud of that. But, guys, seriously, thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, I'm proud of you, and you better be proud of yourself. Because, you know what? You're doing fucking amazing. But, bye bye